Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 8 o'clock hour here on Sean and RJ on 105.3 The Fan. Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy. We've got Peyton Russell fist pumping for my fist pump hour since I'm not in my chair. Peyton's going to fist pump for me. And uh, we got Ryan Couture on the video today. President's Day here. Sean is off. We're troopers, though. We show up. We, we know good work ethic. And uh, we're glad you guys are joining us here on this uh, holiday, whether you're working, you're in your car, or you're just hanging at home listening to us. Give us a shout on the truckwreck.com. Fan text 877-881-1053. 877-881-1053. Uh, coming up next segment, we'll talk a little bit about what went on at the NBA All-Star Game this weekend and specifically uh, some interesting talking points about the Kyrie and Luka connection Uh, from Zach Lowe over at ESPN. And then a little bit uh, later this hour, we're going to discuss NFL.com had a piece up this week, the eight teams with the largest Super Bowl windows ranked. Just just off the top of your head, Mm Chop, before we get in that, where would you say Dallas ranks? Largest Super Bowl window. Okay. Uh, We're about to talk Cowboys here. KC, uh, Buffalo, Cincy. They all have to have long, bigger windows. Because of the quarterback? Uh-huh. Okay. Although, maybe, maybe an issue with Buffalo. Some people have started to wonder if their their window feels shorter than, I think, Cincinnati and Kansas City. 100%. Josh Allen puts himself in more harm's way. So, we'll, we'll see. We'll see where NFL.com has them. But I, I, I think that, uh, you know, maybe they're not even in the top eight. But uh, they're in the top eight. Something um, to consider. It, it just depends on what they viewed the Chargers and and Jacksonville as. Yes. Their quarterbacks are younger. And the Jacksonville's division's terrible. And Philadelphia, for that matter. So, those are... Hmm. Lots of questions to be asked here. One of the questions the Cowboys have to answer, or several of them, there are actually four, that the Cowboys are going to have to answer over the next several weeks. Um, By the way, I don't know how they keep them out. I did the list. I don't know how they keep them out. Well, we'll see. We'll see if they're in there or not. Maybe this list was written by uh, whatever that guy's name was last week at CBS. That guy who had them Cody 11. Benjamin? Yeah, Cody Benjamin. Man, you're good. Uh, the the guy who had them 11th out of the 12 playoff losers for best mm. chance to get to the Super Bowl next year. That still blows me away. Uh, but the Cowboys have really four extension questions before them as they head into this offseason. Trayvon Diggs and CeeDee Lamb are now eligible for... New deals. Terrence Steele is not technically an extension uh, because he's out of contract, but he is a restricted free agent, and the Cowboys have pretty much all the control over him. They, they can okay. get Terrence Steele back if they need him. And then the other That's question— That's because they can just match? Is that right? Yeah, they can match. They, it's, it's just it's really difficult for restricted free agents. Exclusive rights free agents, there's nothing you can do. Restricted free agents, there's a little bit of mobility, but really if they have any interest in keeping you, you can't— 
you can't come back. If, like, if he, if they decide they don't want to match, do they get a they get a pick back? Yes, they would. Right. Uh, they would they they tender him basically. So here's the way it works: they can tender him as a a first round tender, which means they all have fixed salaries. So a first round tender means you're due a certain amount of money. Um, and if you get signed by somebody else then the Cowboys either have the opportunity to match it or just take the pick that they're being offered. It's, it's a little like a, a smaller right. scale franchise tag. Gotcha. Um, so you, you put a, 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 a tender on them, and then depending on if you want the compensation or not, it go, but if the Cowboys want to keep them, they'll work out an extension. They may not even need to tender him, and then it'll be over. Uh, and then the other one that they have to ask about or, or, or that they'll have to look at, and I know I can already, heal, uh, I can already hear uh, several people listening to us rolling their eyes and and getting frustrated because we know Dak Prescott has his fair share of critics around here. Mm-hmm. Uh but the other one is Dak Prescott. That if they were to give Dak Prescott an extension, that is the way you could free up the most possible money on his deal. Well, yeah, and, and listen, you should probably give your quarterback an extension every year. A 3-year extension. Maybe uh, I don't know about every year, but maybe every 2. Yeah, and then get the benefit of having mm-hmm. it cheaper for at least into the second year. If you're doing it every yeah. year, you're probably being near the top of the market the whole time. But yeah, get ahead of it. Right. Make sure, make sure you've got it locked in. So, like now, that's the question: is it, it, do they plan to keep him for you? Got you got to plan to keep the guy. If you're going to give him an extension, you got to plan to keep him for another six, seven, year, five years. Right. And I assume they do. But I mean, Stephen I mean, Stephen Jones told us you know, told the media when he was out there in Mobile said that that was one of the things they were looking at was an extension for Dak. Here are the the ways you can break this up, Chop. You can cut Dak Prescott before June 1st. You go $39 million in the red, almost 40 That's not feasible. That's not an option. You can cut Dak post-June 1st. It's literally zero savings. It's $49 million dead money and nothing saved. So that one doesn't make a lot of sense either. You're carrying a huge cap charge over the next two years, and then you'd have to pay somebody else to be mm-hmm. your quarterback. Those both don't make sense. You trade him before June 1st, you're talking about $9 million in the red. Again, it costs you money to get rid of him instead of saving you anything. Not a feasible one. The only thing where you can get rid of Dak, if that's what you're into, and save money is you trade him post-June 1st, you save $31 million. There is nobody that's going to wait for their quarterback to get in the building until June. No, unless you have to. Like, unless it's a Deshaun Watson where he's not going to play for 10 weeks or something. Uh But with Dak, no, you're not going to drop him in in June and just go, hey, uh, learn the offense here just through training camp and then go out there. And, like, anybody who's making an investment in Dak wants somebody who can play now and and play well. So that one's not feasible. So the only two options, Shop, are the restructure that frees up $22.3 million. That's the most you can possibly free up. If you do an extension, you can free up almost $24 million. Without wow, without kicking the can down the road the way a restructure would, I think that's why when they look at it, if they were to their their options here with Dak's contract are stand pat. You can do that if you like. Uh, I mean, he's got after you know he's got two years left on this deal. Mm-hmm. There's four, but it's two void years, so he's got two years left on his deal. So you either don't touch it. Don't get any cap savings, but, you know, put yourself in position. If you want to move on from him in the future, you can do that. You restructure him and push more money down the road to free up the cash, or you give him an extension, and that gives you the most possible money and lessens the burden of how you're spreading 
the money out into the future. So with that said, it sounds when you lay those things out like the most likely option the Cowboys are going to engage in is they're probably going to work on an extension this offseason. And you're okay with that? I'm okay with it. Are you okay with it? I suppose, yeah. I mean, you got to free up money somehow. So would you rather restructure it and just maybe have to take a bath a little bit later or get the same amount of money? What kind of money are you talking? Like how much money can you free up? No, on the extension, like per year. Uh, See, that that would be the question. There's a limit on how much you can actually sign with the extension, like in terms of how much money you can free up by doing it. Right now, the biggest salaries are Aaron Rodgers at $50 million per year, Russell Wilson, 48, Kyler, 46. Dak is sitting at 40. I would bet, I would bet an extension puts him around Kyler. Which is 46. 46. Six more annually. I mean, look, if you're going to sink with him, go with it. It lessens the cap figure. It, it lessens, it, it does, even it's though. Wild how, does, even, how it does that. Yeah, even though it's more money, uh-huh. it will lessen the cap figure over the life of the contract. And then, then, then do it, I guess. So, in essence, it would just be, it'd probably be, while it would be less of a yearly drain on you it would make it harder to get out of it if you wanted to get out next year so for fans who want to get out of it i'm sure they don't want anything to do with this right and and, and listen like the other thing is you know with each year the cap goes up the yes. burden is less and less like when it went up know. by 16 million this year all right i mean go ahead if it's going to lower his cap number and it's going to free up money uh and you know you're going to keep him around longer then 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 go ahead and do it if you if you if you've bought into them, you're either going to sink or swim with them. Mm-hmm. So like get get it out of your head that they're going to move on from him, because Jerry's not at his age. He's not rebuilding. So when Dak signed his deal, um, he was it was forty million annually in 2021, and the cap was 182.5. So if he were to sign today, and his value were to go to that that was 22 percent of the cap at the time, chop. So if he were to sign and his average annual value went to forty six million, which is a pay increase, uh, he would then represent twenty and a half percent of the cap. So his percentage of the cap figure goes down from where he signed it initially. If he were to sign around there, really, mm-hmm. and so it gives you some flexibility. It just marries you in long term. Do you want the flexibility? Do you want the savings in exchange for? it locks you in longer with him for certain? Or would you rather be in a tougher financial position for two to three years to be able to get out of it earlier if you wanted? Truckwreck.com text line. You don't care about money in this situation. Um, You don't have to save money if you get rid of Dak. You're purposely rebuilding if you ditch him. That's true. Mm -hmm. You're not trying. If you get rid of him, you're purposely trying to be bad. Yes. Um, it, quarterback money doesn't matter if they're that good, it, and and like Patrick Mahomes' money doesn't matter. He's because he's that good. Uh, another one from the nine oh six. Number four was already the oldest quarterback in the final eight. Is he going to get better? Extending him extends the futility. Is he really? Was he really the oldest quarterback in the final eight? He was, but like I mean, it was just it was a very young group. Is I mean, yeah. Was. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, half the guy, most of the guys are under 27. But that's that's just the natural changeover of the league, right? Like, I mean, five years from now, it's going to be older quarterbacks because it'll be Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. Like, they'll still be good players and they'll still be in it. This is just, it's we've hit this changing of the guard where Brady retires, Rodgers is getting, you know, up there. You're starting to get these guys who were, you know, consistently contributing. Russell Wilson, they're just starting to be on the back end. 
And so that's what you're running into now. When you look at the other contracts that they're at, that's the biggest question, obviously. I think if they try to work out an extension with Dak this offseason. When you look at the other questions, Terrence Steele is... And by the way, real quick. Yeah. You know, the notion, and this this team has done this, right? They always, they always restructure to maintain a competitive team mm-hmm. to get more guys. In, why do they never... And I probably know the answer to this because it's Jerry, but they never just like say, okay, you know what? We're just going to take a cap year. We're going to ditch a lot of our bad deals and we'll deal with the consequences and we'll try again later. Because Jerry, I don't think, feels like he has time to do that. Because that's the smart thing to really do. Yep. Long term. Like yeah. just say, okay, look, we're, we're just, we're just not going to compete. It's not going to be a competitive. The Packers did this. The Packers do this all the time. Belichick has done this before. Now they had Brady, so it didn't matter. That's the thing. If you have an elite quarterback, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that that I think that would be their their line of thinking on like, it. Those that like, is that Jerry not wanting to take a year off. Jerry like, would like never. He, re, he refused to take the COVID year off. He fought for them to play football because he did not want to miss another yeah. opportunity. They, Jerry would never have done what the Chiefs did with Tyreek Hill. No, no, no chance. Never have done that, and that was clearly a smart thing to do. Now there's a lot of other uh this is I mean that largely turned into a DAC contract segment. So I don't know, we can shift some stuff around, maybe uh kick it around to a, a little bit later in the segment, uh or a little bit later in the hour to talk about uh we could probably package that with the window discussion because we still gotta figure out what Lamb, Diggs, and Steel are gonna command uh in extensions this offseason. I think Steel and Lamb get done. I think Diggs ultimately ends up playing on the franchise tag next year. Let's do it next. That's 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 what's coming up. Coming up next. We'll uh, touch on that a little bit and, and answer some of those questions, figure out where the Cowboys are on the cap. That's next year on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Doing a great job up there, Peyton. So good. Crushing All it. the good things. Crushing yeah. it here on Sean and RJ. No Sean Sharif, Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy. We got Peyton Russell on the board. Ryan Couture back there coordinating the video. And uh, I'm sitting up here looking at Get Up on ESPN. They're they're trying to cut Zeke, trying to cut Zeke chop. Well, 
I mean, we could all only hope. Can I let me point out a quick misnomer, by the way, that I think uh, a, a lot of people, a lot of the listeners probably understand because they're smart. And I, you pointed this out a couple weeks ago. You know, there's so much more access to information about the salary cap and how it works and stuff than like at any point before. Mm -hmm. And so fans are, I feel like, better educated in terms of how that works and, and everything else. Um, they threw up there that well, Ezekiel Elliott has zero guaranteed money left on uh, the four years of his deal. And so I think when people see that figure, if they don't understand how the cap works, sometimes they see it and go, if there's zero guaranteed money, that means you can cut him at like none of the money's guaranteed. So you can just move on yeah. and, and, and no penalty, not the way it works. So the way it, it happens is that they spread his signing bonus. When he gets a signing bonus, that figure, which let's say it's $20 million uh -huh. gets spread over the life of the contract. So if it's a five-year contract, right. there's $4 million on every year where the charge is being spread out. So you didn't have to spend $20 million all in one year and eat up your cap like that. So then every time you restructure and you take his salary and you turn it into another bonus, then you add even more money. And the Cowboys have done this now with his original deal and on the restructure, I think twice. It's definitely once and maybe twice that they've restructured him to the point that even though he has no guaranteed money left, cutting him before June 1st only saves you $4 million. It's not just, well, remove a salary from the books and that's what you save. No, because anything that's remaining on the future years, the, the cap charges, as soon as you cut him, they accelerate all of it to the present year. So you accelerate all that up. And so then every remaining cap hit that they had spread out over the life of his contract then hits them all at once. And that's the thing that they wrestle with. We talked last segment about Dak Prescott, about where his contract situation is. Why? And I, I think you're in agreement. Probably just do the extension. Yeah, I mean, look, there's two ways you can go about it. You either do the extension uh, or you, like, the, you can't really not do the extension. You either have to do the extension or move on from him. Yeah. Just do what the Eagles did with Wentz. Cut him, cut your losses, you know, go back to square one and figure it out. Like they did, they, you know, they won a Super Bowl. Then they went and decided, hey, we're just going to get rid of Wentz. We're going to we're going to move on from him. Yep. Find a new guy and go. And they they are, they are the perfect example of doing it the right way. If you don't like the quarterback, you just move on and you and you find someone new. And they did, and they won. They got two titles and or you know two Super Bowl appearances in six seven years. Yeah. But Dak is not Carson Wentz. He's in a much better position. He's a much better player. So you either. Extend him or move on. I don't think you're gonna. I don't think they're gonna move on from him. Um, they're not gonna tank on purpose. Yeah, you you either extend or you restructure. Restructuring mm -hmm. actually costs you more money though, so you might as well just extend him. Yes. And so I think that you that's, plan on keeping him here anyway. Right. And so I think everybody who realizes they're not going to move on, regardless of what you want, if you want to move on, I think everybody realizes that if you're not going to move on, it's probably in your best interest to get an extension done, and that's why Stephen was talking about it. You know, even though it kind of confused some fans, I think, at the time. Let's talk about these other three and and their contract prospects as they enter the offseason. Terrence Steele. You a Terrence Steele fan? Sure. He gets I mean, he gets the job. He's 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 a great run blocker and an above an average to above average pass blocker. He gets the job done. Is he better than would he be better than a Tyron Tyler right left tackle combo? Who's at right? Whoever I'm not, I'm not sure if Tyron's issues when we saw him come back were related to adjusting to right or it was a continued decline. If that was Tyron did not play better at right tackle than Terrence Steele did. I know that Tyler, maybe, but I mean, 
They seem pretty. You remember when they drafted him, the line they kept using about Tyler Smith is left side player, left side player. They mm-hmm. wouldn't call him a tackler guard. They just said, nope, he's a left side player. We'll play him on the left side regardless. Okay. And so to me, it's Tyron or Terrence. And Terrence Steele was, you saw the offense's effectiveness went downhill fast as soon as Terrence Steele went out. All right. So, okay, keep him. So I think when you're looking at his contract value, they will look at right tackles. The very top of the right tackle market is Ryan Ramchick. He makes $19.2 million annually. Terrence Steele is not the top of the market, but no. he probably could have a case to like, hey, put me in the five to six range as a right tackle. Oh, God. That's down to Braden Smith, Jack Conklin, Rob Havenstein. Like, it's those guys. I would bet you're probably looking at three years, 45, something like that. 15? $15 million annually. That would tie him for sixth at right tackle. Now, if you include all tackles, like you put the uh, the left tackles in there, 15 would put him tied for 18th in the NFL. Because left tackles generally make significantly more than yeah. the others. So, steal with 15 a year? Yep. For three years. Which, by the way, that's more annually than Zach gets. It is. Zach, they, they've, hey, they did a great job locking up the linemen like Zach, Tyron, Travis... I know Travis's career obviously ended differently because of things outside of everybody's control, but um, they did a good job to lock in all of them and and make them pretty cheap. Uh, it's more than Tyron's deal. Mm-hmm. Tyron's deal though. Tyron's deal though has become old. significant savings because of yeah, restructures and it's things an like old that. deal. Yeah, he uh, signed it back in before. Here you go. He signed his deal before Zach Martin had ever played a snap. He's still playing on the same deal that was signed before Zach Martin had ever played. It was an eight-year deal. It was such a team-friendly contract. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, that's a lot of money, man. But if he's 18, if that's 18th in the league in terms of salaries, uh, uh, but that's that's all tackles, not just right tackle. Yeah, right right? tackle would put him tied for sixth, which which Lyle Collins is ninth, and you picked him over Lyle Collins. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's the right thing. That doesn't mean that they, they did the right no, thing. No, no, but, that, but that's a strong argument position from, from the, his, the agent's from perspective. Agent. Yeah, to say, you picked me over right. him. He needs to be over him. So that that may be what you're looking at. Is Are you comfortable with that? Three for 45? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. The next question is CeeDee Lamb. I think CeeDee Lamb's deal is going to get done, and I think it's the easiest framework of them all. The agent that you're dealing with there is Tory Dandy from CAA, and Tory represents a number of receivers. Um... He just recently got Debo Samuel's deal done. And so Debo is a guy who he can work off of that framework and say, look, he needs to be somewhere around this ballpark. What Debo signed for was 23.85 annually. Okay. So what you're looking at with CD is probably a three-year extension tacked on to this season, Mm -hmm. the fifth-year option. And so then you would pick up his contract starting in 2025. So 25, 26, 27. So it would be a three-year extension, extension, putting him under control for five years, and you're probably looking at having to pay him about $25 million a year as the average. On, on the extension, generally. So, so that's the other thing. It's new money. So it would be $25 million of the extension years. This would not be $25 million over five years because his rookie... Three. It would be the last three where you would sign him for three for 75. It would combine with his final two years of his contract... And he would get probably a big signing bonus to to balance some of that out. But I mean three, four year extension probably at twenty five million annually. Are you doing so that? So he would be twenty seven, twenty eight when this thing ends. Yep. 
Man, 25 a year, dude. That would tie him. 25 a year would tie him with A.J. Brown, which that's another thing that they probably would point to is they'd say he needs to be paid like just like the, you know, he's the best receiver in the division, too. Because Devontae's in that category. He's like 28. Yeah, so we've got the, the top five are Tyree Kills, 30 annually. Devontae Adams, 28. DeAndre Hopkins, 27.25. Cooper Cup, 26.7. And then A.J. Brown at 25. Man, I don't, I don't, I don't think AJ's in that category either, and I don't think CD is. I mean, those are, hmm. I mean, twenty-two maybe, twenty-three. Mm. Here's the problem: Terry McLaurin is twenty-two seven eight, and his career mirrored McLaurin. I mean, they had almost the same receptions, yards, everything through the first two years of their career, and then CD blew past him in this third year. So it would be really hard to argue if McLaurin's getting this, if this is happening. Yeah. And when you look at what Samuel signed, which was twenty-three point eight five. That was on a cap that was $208 million. CD would be signed an extension at 224 So one of the things that the agents like to do is they say, well, no, you're not matching percentage that number. Increase, you're yeah. matching, yeah, the percentage of Debo represented this percentage of the yeah. cap at the time. So CD needs to represent this okay, percentage. Okay, fine. 25. Yep. 25. Now, here's the one where I think you're going to be out. And this is where the Cowboys are going to have the biggest disagreement, I think. Trayvon Diggs is going to want to be the top paid corner in the NFL. Well, can wish in one hand and crap in the other. <laughs> See which gets filled first, baby. He he is going to want that. Right. Jair Alexander is the top corner in the NFL at $21 million annually. That was signed last offseason. Once again, if you adjust for how the cap is increasing, that would pro- that would put it up to $22.7 million for Diggs annually. And since he would want to be paid like the top, they will probably ask for $23 million a year. Now, J.C. Jackson, who is a similar player, a lot of people feel like, to Trayvon Diggs, is like the seventh highest paid corner. And he signed that deal at 16.5 last year. So that would put him, if you adjusted for the inflation of the cap, that would put him right around 18. So the difference you're looking at is the Cowboys probably would want to max, my guess would be around 18 million annually, and they are going to want 23. That's 5 million, which is a lot significant gap there and you're talking about putting him in a different kind of tier that's why i don't think this gets done this year i don't think it's done either i think they aren't able to come to terms I'm glad and i think they feel like that's fine he'll he'll play it out that will be the guy that we'll have to tag in 2024 whatever that off season is and we'll take our chances we'll go ahead we'll we'll knock out the tag with him or we'll let him play out his final year we have the tag to keep keep control of him and that buys us some time. I, I would not sign him up for that. Would you sign him up for even the J.C. Jackson figure? $18 million annually. No. Because, I mean, just think about, the, think about these figures. Let's just even throw it out on the low end. $18 million for Diggs, $25 for CD, $15 for Steel, and then a new extension for Dak. A lot of cash, man. And that's right before Micah Parsons has to get paid next year. And Parsons is... There is a high prob- probability that Parsons is going to clear $30 million annually. Yeah, he might. I mean, especially if they pay him as an end. Um, you know, like uh, Trucker.com text line, don't pe- don't set the market on a guy who refuses to tackle. Um, that's, an ar- that's a fair argument. It's one they'd probably use in negotiation. He's not even close to the best. Um, we're way overpaying your guys. Can you explain how the hell the Rams have done all this? Well, the Rams did all this because they had about – See, the old rule of thumb was don't pay your top 10 more than 60% of your cap. 
or really 58% of your cap. Mm-hmm. And the Rams wound up doing that, and they and they won a title. But, look, they also won 5-11 or whatever it is the following year. They were a terrible team. Yeah. The quarterback got hurt. And even before he got hurt, they weren't anything special. Uh, they're they're a, a team that is so top-heavy, they couldn't afford an injury. Yeah, like, they- what happened the year they won the title? Cooper Cup stayed healthy the entire year. Aaron Donald was 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 dominant the entire year. Like they, they were healthy. Stafford was healthy. Yeah, that's why they're at a position now where they're talking about we may need to trade Jalen Ramsey. We may need to like post June one cut Leonard Floyd. Like you know that they're in a position now where they're having to make tough cap decisions because they're fifteen million under the ca- or over the cap right now. And so, look, they 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 risked it all for a title. They got it. Congratulations. They're going to, they've got some shuffling to do now and and they don't have capital to necessarily rebuild with man. If McVay would have quit, is that an enticing job even compared to the others on the market? If, if McVay would have retired, like the rumors are, is that a, you want to walk it? That's like walking into, I'm not walking. You remember it's like when they walked into the saints job where it was like, Oh my gosh, there's all this like, these awful contracts that are signed and like, you know, we're, we're going to have to go get draft capital to rebuild this thing. It's just, it's not a very intriguing position to be in with the Rams. So yeah, if you want to win one Super Bowl, but like Choppy has said before, I'm not trying to win one Super Bowl. What are you trying to do, Chop? Try to win five. That's what it is. Coming up next, we'll go over this NFL.com list of the eight teams with the largest Super Bowl windows. And where do the Cowboys fit in? We'll talk about that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to 105.3 The Fans, Sean and RJ. No Sean Sharif, Bobby Belt, RJ Choppy, Peyton Russell, Ryan Couture, and just walking in the building. He's going to, he's just prepping because we're going to talk to him at nine. But Derek <laughs> Holland is here. Yes, I am. What's up? How are you guys? Wonderful. What time did you wake up? Uh, Seven. Is that normal Ooh. for you? Uh, No, I'm usually up at 7.30. <laughs> and then you get to just like working out and... I go train at nine at Fort Worth. Apex. Apex. Uh, Kayvon Frazier just bought that not long ago. Yeah, that's, yeah, he's one of the guys that's up there. Bobby Stroop owned that uh, for I, forever. Yep. And Bobby, uh, Bobby's the uh, is like the off season trainer for Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. So he was dominating the Super Bowl this year. Ooh, yeah. I would say more Mahomes. More Mahomes. He's yeah. done Hurts. Mahomes has worked with him since like high school. They're like even I think back before that because he worked with his dad when his dad was pitching. And so, uh, but yeah, Apex a uh, cool spot. They, they got a really nice gym out there. I haven't been out there since Kayvon bought it, though. I need to go out there and check it out. That's really nice of you. You're usually not this nice. Why is that really nice? You're usually more sarcastic. And, I'm sarcastic. Oh, yeah, he's See, this is probably this is, I, I'm, I'm a little puzzled how, how different. My wife was telling me this yesterday. 
She's like, you talk really different when you're filling in for Sean. Is have it you noticed that chop? You had yeah, my meat last night. Hmm? You had my meat yesterday. Not I did. Night. Yeah, I had his butt. It was good. First hey. time. He made pork. Yeah? He made First pork time. butt. I, I just kind of want to hang out let you guys just... He made pork You're butt. You're enjoying finishing that talking sentence. about my meat. Yeah. Yeah. He made, he made nice. pork butt. It was good. First time ever doing it. You did? Smoking. You made yeah. it, huh? Yeah. Good for you. First time smoking it. Turned out really good. Look Brisket was... Uh, Brisket was good. It was okay. I wasn't happy with it. You weren't happy with the I put too much focus on the... The pork butt. Yeah, I can see that. So. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, Yo, you got to focus on the butt as much as you can. Always. It takes work. Uh, this nice. this from Bucky Brooks. Yeah, important part of the body, man. Over at NFL.com. You can tell if it worked out or not. Yes, you can. Ooh. He has the know. NFL's eight biggest out. Super Bowl windows right now. Browns on it? Uh, we'll see. We'll see here. You can, you can find the out, Derek. Browns. I think you're going to be surprised by this list, Chop. There, there, there are going to be aspects of it that surprise you. All right. You want to go eight to one or one to eight? Uh, let's, can I guess? Sure. All right. Number one is KC. Ring him up. <laughs> number one is Kansas City. No surprise at number one with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes leading the way. Kansas City enters every season as a genuine world beater. In Mahomes' five years as a starter, the Chiefs have made five AFC championship games and three Super Bowls. Uh, he says, after losing one of the NFL's most explosive playmakers last, off, last offseason, the Chiefs promptly won the franchise's third Super Bowl with a hodgepodge receiving core and a rookie-laden defense, particularly in the secondary. Long story short, the Chiefs' championship window is so wide open, they might want to insert a screen for the summer. Ooh. Number two. All right, number two, Cincy. No. Okay. Uh, let's go with Buffalo. No. All right. Jacksonville. No. Okay. Is it Chargers? No. What's yours? Philly. Ring Derek up. All right. The Philadelphia Eagles. Why wouldn't you think it would be Philly? Um, you, put, you put Kansas City first. Mm-hmm. Okay. They won. Oh, because just. Philly was right there. So oh, it's I like, know. why not? They're not. Well, I, I like put the, the other ones there because be the other teams have better quarterbacks. Thank, it says the Eagles came up just good. short in Nick Sirianni's second season, but the bodacious coach has the pieces to get right back to the championship bout. Thanks to Howie, Howie Roseman's inspired work in the front office, Philadelphia has a treasure trove of draft picks to upgrade a roster that is already universally regarded as one of the league's very best. That's what it is. It's the the amount of picks that they have and already the young talent that they have locked in. If they're good enough this year, they'll probably be good for the next several years. Number three, RJ Choppy. Cincy. Got it. How long will the Bengals' window stay open? Just ask Bo, Joe Burrow. Burrow told reporters boldly back in January, the window's my whole career. Although the spicy comment made headlines across the league, it is hard to dispute the cocksure quarterback after watching Cincinnati emerge as a bona fide title contender in short order under his direction. These are not your father's bungles. Since mm. he has won 20 of its past 26 games, including the playoffs, if the Bengals can keep most of the core together after providing Burrow with a mega deal extension, this team will indeed compete with the champion Chiefs for AFC supremacy throughout number nine's run as QB1. Number four. Let's go, Buffalo. No. Let's go, Buffalo. NFC. All right, San Fran. San Francisco. The 49ers are perennial contenders due to a loaded roster assembled by Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. San Francisco's brain trust has carefully selected a collection of all-star players who perfectly match the scheme, enabling the squad to dominate opponents without a blue-chip quarterback in the fold. 
Always having a crafty defensive coordinator in place to create prime playmaking opportunities for Nick Bosa, Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, and many others. The 49ers have become a well-rounded machine that's always poised machine. to make a run at the ring with or without a top-tier signal caller. So there you go. Your top four are Kansas City, Philly, Cincy, San Francisco. Number five, RJ Choppy. This is this is Bucky Brooks at NFL.com, his list of the oh, eight teams Bucky Brooks. with the biggest Super Bowl windows. Uh, let's go Buffalo. No. Okay. Mm. Chargers. Yes. There is no shortage of talent on the Chargers roster with elite players at most of the marquee positions. The team has blue chippers at quarterback, left tackle, pass catcher, pass rusher, and safety. Oh, and the NFL's touchdown leader in each of the past two seasons in Austin Eckler. While the Bolts have not claimed a division title or won a playoff game, the injury bug has been ravenous for this team. The talent dotting the roster gives uh, Los Angeles a shot to get it done if Brandon Staley and his coaching staff take a step forward as leaders and tacticians with Kellen Moore taking over the offense and hopefully fully unleashing Herbert the Chargers could emerge as another true heavyweight in the increasingly loaded AFC is that what their window is going to rely on you think is Kellen well it's going to rely on Justin Herbert becoming but how elite does, quarterback like how Kellen comes in and helps Justin sure. Herbert reach that yeah Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's 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 all on Justin Herbert's arm. Like, it, it, how does he reach his potential? You know, Kellen's going to be a part of that, uh, but most of it's on Herbert. Number six. <sighs> all right, so I'm going to have to have Buffalo in here somewhere in Jacksonville. Let's go Jacksonville. No. Buffalo. No. Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. So here it is. This is America's team. According to Bucky Brooks at NFL.com, he says the Cowboys have the sixth largest Super Bowl window, which I know based off of how the season ended and how it's ended for 27 years now or whatever it is, it's certainly tough to believe that and you don't necessarily want to hear it. But this is what Bucky Brooks writes up about the Cowboys. He says a current list of potential Super Bowl contenders would not be complete without including America's team in the conversation. Despite its recent playoff failures, Dallas has won 12 games in each of the past two regular seasons and possesses the pieces on both sides of the ball to emerge as a top-notch title threat in 2023, which I know you agree with that. You would agree with the playoffs are more fluky than Dallas winning 12 games in back-to-back seasons, right? You think that's more indicative of the type of team I, I, that I think are. winning 12 games in back-to-back seasons tells me a lot more about the team than their playoff history does Dak Prescott is coming off a disappointing season but he has been a fringe top five quarterback during parts of his career and his performance could surge with Mike McCarthy taking over as the offense's primary play caller it also could plummet into a ditch that's my commentary not his Uh, although Dallas needs to add some more weapons around CeeDee Lamb to become a more explosive offense the franchise quarterback has a track record of success as a hybrid game manager slash playmaker and an attack that has been balanced and productive in the last two seasons under its Super Bowl winning head coach if Michael Parsons and company continue to hold up their end of the bargain on defense under Dan Quinn's leadership, the Cowboys have a chance to live up to the hype that routinely accompanies the star. Number seven. Because I'm going to, we'll come back to Dallas because I'm just going to compare it to number seven. Buffalo. Buffalo. And then Jacksonville 8. Jacksonville 8. I had my eight teams right. You I did. Them. I had the eight teams. You nailed it. Uh, it talks about how jo- Josh Allen is a one-man show with the potential to single-handedly carry Buffalo to its first Super Bowl. Wait a second. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. I knew that was going to Hang on a second. Yep. Uh, they're they're going to they're gonna go and say that Josh Allen's a one-man show over there with Stephon Diggs. He's a one-man show. 
I think the reference is more about how like he I can mean, they, the legs, and the, I think they just mean like he can do everything. They are they are gonna they they are gonna completely avoid giving this dude any heat. He, he has he has skated. He has he has skated. I mean, we talked about it like over the last twelve weeks of the season, he was worse than Dak statistically. He was Davis Mills for six games. Yeah, I mean, he turned the ball over a ton, and his completion percentage was. I mean, he was back to like his rookie year completion percentage. He was like 58% or something over the last 12 weeks. Uh, it talks about how, you know, Josh Allen is a big part of it, though. Uh, it says, that said, Buffalo has uh, must become more balanced on offense, uh, establishing a consistent non-Josh Allen running game, and they must upgrade the defense's ability to close games against Tier 1 squads in the AFC. Jacksonville, obviously, same sort of thing. They're, they're kind of on the come up. Uh, Jaguars aiming to bring back Evan Ingram. Uh, the offense looks like a potential juggernaut. Jacksonville has the firepower to make a run at the title as a dark horse in the AFC, but specifically Buffalo and Dallas. Because when I brought this up to you at 8 o'clock, you said, well, there's three above Dallas for sure. Buffalo, Cincy, Kansas City. And I I, I agreed. I, in fact, I, I knew where Dallas was on this list. I did not know when I first opened it that Buffalo was all the way down at seven. So I agreed with that. The The thought process behind Buffalo being behind Dallas is interesting to me. I, I don't know that it's necessarily wrong. I mean, the Cowboys have an easier road to get to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. uh, because of the conference threat. They don't have to go through, you know, Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow or Justin Herbert or Trevor Lawrence. The Justin Herbert and, and the Chargers being up there ahead of Buffalo is a little bit weird to me. Um, you know, I, I do think, though, that Buffalo is – their window is, is closing faster than a lot of teams. They are, they are older than I think people realize at times. Um, they obviously have had their own, you know, collapses of sorts. I mean, even though it happened against Patrick Mahomes, I think most people would agree it's unacceptable what happened to them in the division round last year. In terms oh, of you, dude, can't, I mean, like Cincinnati was about two starting offensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, that, and, and last year, out. like Buffalo can't lose a game that they're ahead with 11 seconds left, like like with with Kansas City back at like their own oh, 25. Yeah. That was unacceptable last year. This year. In their elements at home, they get handled pretty easily by a banged-up Cincinnati team. Uh, they're about to lose, in all likelihood, Jordan Poyer, their uh, their starting safety, who I believe during the regular season they were undefeated uh, when he played. And so they're about to lose him. Whenever he was out, they they oftentimes would lose. In fact, I think they were 1-4 or something like that when he wouldn't play. Uh, they're facing a, a cap question about one of their other safeties, Micah Hyde. Two, arguably the best safety duo in the NFL in Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer, and they may be without both of them next year. And they showed they need more. It's sort of the same question facing Dallas. They need more weapons outside of just Diggs. Like, it can't be mm-hmm. just Allen to Diggs. It can't just be Dak to Lamb. There's got to be something more. And so there may be greater similarities here to Buffalo and Dallas than it looks like on the surface. Maybe. And does that make you feel better about Dallas or does that just make you feel worse about where Buffalo's at? I think the Cowboys are in a fine spot. I mean, look, the again, the NFC's got a quarterback problem. Who's San Francisco's quarterback next year? Big, big, big blank Brock. Okay. How's his ligament? How's Which his UCL one? doing? Oh, yeah, his UCL. Uh, I mean, I believe in him. He's, okay. He's he's. he's uh, oh, we, we've seen guys. He's thirteen. He, God, he'll bounce back. So he's he's getting he's not getting total reconstruction. No, but there is a surgery involved. So he is yeah. uh, he is having to have surgery. We'll see. We'll see. There, there's. Uh, I mean, Trey Lance is 
sitting there potentially on bus status too right now he's getting close to it and so that'll be a conversation heading into next training yeah. camp like we've seen guys of you know pitchers try to go away from tommy john surgery and and every pitch you're holding your breath right yeah yeah my yeah. mic was off sorry Thanks, yeah. well, you're right like, no, no, sorry. you hold your breath at every pitch <laughs> i mean but you can't think about it like no no i know i'm just talking about like like the team's probably doing that like, like oh yeah they, well the thing is you d- you don't know somebody's that close until you've actually looked at like an mri or yeah. whatever then it becomes scary as it's like all right like for instance um Gosh, what was the right-hander? We just had him. He was here with the Rangers, but it uh, was with the Angels before, then the Padres. He got a stem cell shot in his elbow mm-hmm. to try to heal that up. And then that becomes more of the risk of, all right, is this going to hold up or is this going to blow out? That's where it becomes the... So we'll see with Brock Purdy. If, if not, I mean, like I said, there's always Trey Lance, who the concern is, is Trey Lance a bust? That question needs to be answered. Another question that needs to be answered that we were trying to answer this week is, are we scared Jack Leiter may be getting to bust no. status? And uh, spring training is kicking up, and we've got Derek Holland here to talk about all of it. Plus, we'll play some answer to the internet. Final hour coming up on Sean and RJ next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 